NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Someone's going to win a Chili Bowl ride. This is the Keith Coons Motorsports Give Back Classic Pre-Race Show. Now live from Millbridge Speedway, here are Steve Post and Tyler Burnett. Hello again, and it is a big night. A golden ticket to the Chili Bowl is on the line, and so much more bragging rights for a career. This is one of the big ones in Champ Kart Racing, and we are glad you joined us. It is the Keith Coons Give Back Classic. We're at Millbridge Speedway, just north of Charlotte, North Carolina. And on the line tonight, a ride in the 2019 Chili Bowl with Keith Coons Motorsports. Tyler Burnett and Steve Post here high atop the Speedway. Tyler, since they announced this thing, you and I wanted to get out here. And, uh, man, it's finally time. It's like Christmas morning for us. I know. Dylan Welch and I started this Rip the Fence podcast. Yeah. And Keith... Coons announced that he was going to do this thing. I was like, we have to be here because this, you don't get this in racing. Like you don't see it anywhere else. Right. You can't win a race and get the biggest <laughs> ride ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and we had to be here. So I think it's cool to be here. I think it is great. This is a rip the fence slash wing nation production. And we're glad you joined us here on the motor racing network. Now we talk about it as Christmas morning, Oh yeah. but our first guest, I'm sure it's even more. So Carson Ellich joins us. Is this like Christmas morning, getting a chance to race for this big opportunity, Carson? It is. I woke up this morning and I went in dad's room. I was like, <laughs> dad, are you ready for the big day? So I, I mean, we're really excited. This is a, a, a super cool event, a very prestigious event. So I'm, I'm happy to be here, excited to go for the Chili Bowl ride. And she mentions Dad, who is sitting to her right arm. Jimmy Elledge is here. Hey, man, Dad, are you uh, are you pumped up for, for Christmas uh, unwrapping the presents here tonight? Yeah, it'd be nice. It, uh, you can save a lot of money by winning this race <laughs> to go run for Keith, that's for sure, instead of paying for it. <laughs> no doubt. That's a, spoken like a dad and team owner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can start there. Carson, you got some midget opportunities this year, obviously, with Chad Boat. Um, I want to ask you first how that was, how the experience was so far, and then Dad, how nerve-wracking was it to see her get into a big car this um, year? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, doing something that you've never done before can be kind of scary and challenging at times, but Chad and Billy made it a very um, easy and smooth transition, a fun experience. Um, every time we went out there, we learned more and we did better every single race. So made a few features and um, learned a lot along the way. It was a really cool experience, and I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to do some more next year. And, Dad, obviously you're already talking about money already uh, <laughs> in this whole deal. But, I mean, see, she's raced carts her whole life, and now she gets in a big car. It's got to be nerve-wracking. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I thought it was a, it was a great opportunity for, for us to get to run with Chad and Billy. It was actually really nice to, you know, Ride in their toter home and lay on their couch and eat their food and <laughs> Same thing. not not own not own any tires Again, back or to the money have, thing. Any, have any trailers or responsibilities yeah. of that stuff. So that was that was kind of fun. So yeah, it was uh it was it was cool. And like I said, just to change up what you know what we're doing. You know, we obviously outlaw cart race you know around the world pretty much year round. So to break up the break it up a little bit and getting you know go to watch Logan and watch Carson and all the all the kids that are running in the midgets right now with the, uh, you know, from the outlaw cart thing. So it's kind of neat to see, you know, the first wave of kids that I've had, you know, a part in some of their careers and, uh, you know, to see the, the younger ones that are coming along and to do something different. So it, it was, it's a great experience. Jimmy, uh, we, we joked around a little bit as you were sitting down. This is not the first time you and I have done a radio show together. No. Uh, back in our NASCAR days, of course, you, uh, uh, you know, cr crew chief over there, and we did a lot of radio shows together. In a nutshell, quick story, Reader's Digest, how in the wide world of sports did you go from crew chiefing NASCAR <laughs> to outlaw carts and, and, and being one of the leading manufacturers in outlaw kart racing? I guess I wasn't very good as a crew chief. <laughs> no, real good as a crew chief. Whatever. I think that's the, that's the thing that's fascinating. Yeah. I actually raced these cars in 
1984 when they first came out uh, it, in Red Bluff, California. And being from Northern California, I had some connections with, with QRC and Robert Carroll and Bob Carroll. And then the opportunity just one day came up, you know, we were starting to race here at Millbridge and, and I became a dealer for QRC. And then one day Robert just called and asked me if I was interested in, uh, in buying the place. <laughs> And I was kind of, you know, towards the tail end of my NASCAR career. It's like, man, what are, you gonna, what are we going to do next? You know, and that came up, and I thought, man, that's really cool. It's something I'm very passionate about, really enjoy. And, uh, man, it's been a great experience. It's hard to believe it's been almost seven years since, wow. since I bought the wow. place. And <laughs> all the stuff that's happened in the sport's really, really taken off and grown a lot. It's crazy, man. That's that's so crazy. Carson, you just went to college, right? Yeah. In, Indiana. Sorry about the wind here, guys. That's all right. Um, beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice out here, 70 degrees. Indiana, you make the move there. Was that doing part to get some midget rides to try to make your way you into want me Indiana? To answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask it. Dad if, might you, if you ask my dad, I was going there to go to school. But if you ask me, um, Indiana, I mean, there's so many, so much racing out there, so much dirt racing in the Midwest, and so it's cool to be closer to that. You know, like I can just go to Kokomo on a Saturday and watch some of my friends race and. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to go to college and get my education, but I mean, I really, honestly want to race. So, <laughs> if you ask Dad, you're going to get a different answer. I but I don't think that's really a newsflash. Well, right, right, no. But it's a common. It's a common argument in our household. Is like, you know, what what are we doing? So, but yeah, it's it's nice to just be around all that racing, and hopefully, some opportunities can present themselves. And it's nice to, uh, you know, I could drive to the racetrack and meet Chad and Billy. They're driving 15 hours or whatever it is, and then I only have to drive like three or four. So yeah, it was nice. For sure. <laughs> Carson, your background is is, is so amazing. Amazing with the uh, coming from the Earnhardt lineage, you drive the black number three car, of course, uh, Dale Earnhardt, and, and 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 part of the family there, obviously, with your grandfather, um, and 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 yet getting involved in in, in midgets and 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 outlaw carts. Where do you where do you you know? And of course, you've done TV and everything else as well. Where would you like to go with this? You know, five years from now, where would your dream spot be? You know, I get asked that a lot, and I honestly never know. Like, I love racing, I love being on TV, but then you know, like I'm going to school. Like I said, I'm going to school just because I feel like I have to. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you better hope your mom's not listening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, don't, Kelly, how are yeah, you? Let's, let's yeah. not, no, yeah. one, no one tell <laughs> Kelly. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it's I'm lucky that I've had so many opportunities to um, do these things and, and find things that I love to do. And so um, I really enjoy racing, and I would love to make a career out of that. But, you know, also it's, it's – I, I have a personality, we all know this, and so um, <laughs> being on TV is something that I've also really enjoyed. So, you know, I honestly can't say where where I would be five years from now, to be honest. Hopefully, <laughs> I know I'll be doing something that I love. How about that? Very good <laughs> answer. And probably in racing, I would guess. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, right? So, like, I could be on TV and racing, so I could combine the yeah. best of both worlds, right? That's right. That's Dad, right. as long as someone's fitting the bill, where would you like to see? Where would, where would, be, cool for, <laughs> where would be cool for Dad for her to be? I don't really know, you know, to yeah. be quite honest with you. It's, it's kind of wherever the path leads, you know what I mean? I think whatever whatever she wants to do and whatever she succeeds at, if you can do that and, you know, and make a living to doing it. But, you know, I think, you know, first of all, we got to make sure we get her priorities right where she's majoring in school and minoring in midget racing rather than majoring in midget racing and minoring in school. Wow. So, I disagree. I disagree. I think uh, trying to explain to a, an 18-year-old that you really need to go to school because yeah. – don't don't be like me. Somebody has to work <laughs> work their brains out 24 hours a day for, to make a living. So, yeah, I think it's guiding her in that direction. I'd say in five years, I'd like to see her have a degree in something that's going to make her uh, make her career longevity a lot better than having to beat around in a race car all the time. Get her out of dad's basement or bare spare bedroom, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now, down that they, down that she's moved away, that's kind of. It's kind of weird. I joke around all the time and say that, you know, I was glad to see the kids grow and go away. But, you know, Logan, Logan obviously graduated on to running with Keith and, and doing midget stuff and moved out of California. So he was, you know, he's been yeah. driving for us for the last five years. And then Carson moved to Indiana, and I'm like, man, all this is supposed to happen, but it wasn't supposed to happen all in one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went from full house to empty nest. <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. Jimmy, I've seen you win so many races out here. Why are you not in this race? Why don't you I want to chill? Well, I, didn't, I just didn't feel like I wanted to beat up on these kids and <laughs> oh. go, race, go, race, go race with Keith. Whatever. No, it's, it's – uh, I thought about it, and I kicked the idea around, but it, in all honesty, I think to – to give Tanner and Carson and them a an opportunity to to capitalize on that ride, it, you know, it's it was going to take my full attention to those cars, and I didn't want to take away anything from from them. And you know, I said we've been a part of a lot of big races and been able to win a lot of them, and it definitely seems like our performance is better when I'm focused on them all the time. 
Jimmy, when you look at the state of outlaw kart racing and you see a night like tonight, and you've been on the biggest stage, you've, you've crewed you've multiple cars in the Daytona 5, you've done it all. When you see this, what, is it, what does it mean to you as, as someone that's in this industry now to see the ties to, to, to one of the biggest dirt track races of the year? What's that mean to you to have this tie? You know, my goal when I bought QRC was to, to hopefully take someone and one day yeah. for them to be able to go on and do great things, you know, basically like what Kyle was able to do. You know, Kyle basically paved this path a long time ago when it was unknown. You know, and I, I was hoping as an owner to say, okay, one day I hope to have a hand in one kid's career that goes on to be successful and makes it to NASCAR. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, it all it's all happened really, really fast. I mean, timing and opportunities and everything and getting Logan to drive for us and Carson coming along, th you know, right behind him and then, I don't know. I mean, I'm really surprised. I really didn't think that it would be as big as what it is so soon and so much of a prestigious event and so many prestigious events happening around the world. Here's the problem, though. When one of these kids who wins this race, or as in Mike Wheeler's case, not a kid, uh, <laughs> if, if you win this race, they're going to have a pretty good shot at winning the Chili Bowl or at least making the AMN because they're in the best car there you know that you're going to see there yeah careful what you wish for <laughs> i mean carson what does that mean if you could win one of this thing and get into the chili bowl and have that kind of ride i mean it, it would be cool just to be with those guys you know whether whether you make the a major i mean chili bowl is a hard hard race and um i think that just to you know when you go to chili bowl they're parked on the front you know they have their whole operation and it just looks so cool and just to be up there with them alone would just be awesome my my problem with this sitting here with dad is isn't the chili bowl in january when classes start for that next <laughs> good news <laughs> already already got that figured out don't worry we are we're good she's oh, talked to okay. teachers probably. we're good okay. to go, there we go. So she's um, got to figure it out yeah. this day. <laughs> yeah. some, said, some uh, online uh, classes that, <laughs> that major and minor minor thing you know <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you what we appreciate kicking off the program with you too uh jimmy always a always a treat to catch back up with you glad things are going well great to catch up and chat with you good to catch up yeah good. thank you i'm i'm really surprised that me and you after all the <laughs> shows we did <laughs> in a whole nother life, life. basically <laughs> and uh, here we are on top of millbridge speedways tower and talking about outlaw cards it is great carson we wish you the best tonight and with school majoring minoring or whatever you're doing we appreciate the time <laughs> thank you thank you how guys. about that how about carson and jimmy ellett joining us here of course chili bowl coming up in mid-january monday and tuesday reserve reserve seats are on sale now you can get your tickets by calling 918-838-3777 33rd annual lucas oil chili bowl nationals yeah someone here is going to win a ride but you can get your tickets to the chili bowl right now and I would suggest you dial up and get your Chili Bowl tickets to see tonight's winner and a whole field of midget cars. We need to step away. We've got more. The CV Boys, they're coming up next. It's Rip the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. Hey, I'm Wing Nation Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I live from the World of Outlaws World Finals. On Friday, November 2nd from 2 to 3, we'll talk with the stars of the Wing Sprint Car World at Charlotte Dirt Tracks Camper Appreciation Event. It's at the pavilion next to the drag strip. We'll kick off the World Finals in style. Wing Nation live from the dirt track at Charlotte, Friday, November 2nd at 2. Join us there live or listen on MRN.com or WingNation.com. Back to the Keith Coons Motorsports Classic Pre-Race Show from Millbridge Speedway. Here are Steve Post and Tyler Burnett. One of the greatest nights in all of racing tonight, Keith Coons will give a Chili Bowl midget ride to an outlaw kart racer. We're live at Millbridge Speedway. Steve Post of Wing Nation, Tyler Burnett of Rip the Fence Podcast. We're now joined by likely uh, going to be the USAC National Midget title winner, I would think, but I don't want to jinx it yet. Uh, got a lot of racing to go. We're going to go out west. Logan Seavey's here along with his brother, Tyler Seavey. What's up, guys? How are you? I can't hear you. You've got to uh -oh. turn your mic on here, Tyler. Oh, boy. We're going to do it. Yeah. Mash, the there we go. Mash the button. There we go. Oh, we're getting some feedback, some static, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, this is live radio. <laughs> that is for sure. There we go. Logan Seavey, Tyler Seavey. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Great. Doing good. Uh, happy to be here. It's a pretty pretty cool event. You know, I was able, uh, lucky enough to 
you know, be there to help him announce it there at Charlotte Motor Speedway in May. And, um, you know, it's when I first time I heard about it, I was really excited. I obviously um, knew I wasn't going to be able to race in it, but I definitely wasn't going to miss it. I was definitely going to be here. And, um, you know, I couldn't be more excited to be here and couldn't be more excited to see who's going to win this thing tonight. That is Logan Seavey leading the USAC National Midget Champion uh, skip point standings. And a guy that uh, was quick time in his flight last night. His brother Tyler is alongside as well. Tyler, um, looks like you have a pretty, pa uh, pretty fast cart uh, here. How was everything been so far with practice and qualifying? You pretty satisfied with what you got? Yeah, you know, we had a good car here in May and we were able to pick up the win there and uh, didn't really change much. Just came here and uh, you know, did what we had to do there, just missed the overall quick time by uh, not too much. But, um, you know, we're, we're starting fourth in our heat. Hopefully we can uh, pick up the win there and get in the uh, pole shuffle and and uh, click off some good laps in the main event and hopefully uh, be in a, a good car at Chili Bowl. Yeah. Here's the inter interesting thing we were talking about. If you don't know anything about the CVs, Tyler is actually older than Logan, right? You're 23, you're 21. Yep, yep. I just, I don't, I don't. We talked about it earlier, but plus two, and I had to do it. 20, <laughs> minutes, 20 minutes later, he figured out it was two years. It was 23 to 21. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyler, have you ever been in a, a midget before? Obviously, your brother is having so much success in the midget car right now. But have you ever been in one? Yeah, I think I've had maybe five or so start, starts in the midget, and uh, three of those were at Chili Bowl. So you know, it's it's. Uh, it's tough just to show up there and, and run a midget once a year, but um, you know it's it's fun to just be in that building and be around, you know, the atmosphere is crazy and um, yeah you know so hopefully we can get in uh, you know some top notch equipment here come January and have a good run there. Logan, when you look at a night like tonight, of course you're you're, you're jaded and that you've got your brother here and, and 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 obviously pulling for him, but but as a guy you know what a Keith Coons midget means, you know how important that is, you know what the Chili Bowl is. What is, what, what's your perspective as you watch this thing unfold tonight, knowing that someone may very well be your teammate when it comes to January? What's that like as the guy that's already sitting in one of those seats? Yeah, it's uh, it's really special for me just to, you know, like you said, to be in a Keith Coons midget is, is really yeah. cool. Um, you know, growing up, watching, you know, Kyle and Christopher and all these guys come through the ranks and um, come out of the Keith Coons program with Toyota Racing Development backing them. And, um, you know, it's just huge. And now that I, you know, have, like I said, like you said, I was fortunate enough to be in that position to run for Keith. I know, um, you know, I know what they can do for someone's career and how quickly they can change your, you know, change your whole life. So um, somebody's life's going to change tonight for sure. Mm. And that's just so cool to, you know, no one's ever done anything like this. So yeah. for Toyota and Keith Coons and Jeremy and everybody to put this on is uh you know, it's a dream come true for me just to even see it happen. It's um, unbelievable. 50 right? laps, right? 50 laps, and you can change your entire career. And, and Tyler, you know that, right? Yeah. Well, if you walked into the Chili Bowl and saw two CVs on a nameplate of a Keith Coons Motorsports cars, how cool would that be? Yeah, you know, you walk in that building, and you see those guys right up front. You know, they have an amazing program, and all their cars run well. And, and you know, just to, to be in that uh, stable is something special. So, you know, for sure, 50 laps. And like Logan said, you know, someone's life for, is for sure going to change. Well, we've talked about this opportunity, the Chili Bowl, and, and, and Logan, we've chatted about the USAC Midget success. Of course, we saw you and uh, talked a lot about you on Motor Racing Network at the uh, Truck Series race at Eldora. Where are you at? Do you, what, what's next? What's new? What's going on with you beyond running for this Midget Championship? You won an ARCA race as well. Where, where are you at? How are, how are things progressing on your career? Um, yeah, like you said, you know, luckily enough, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to um, have those opportunities with Toyota Racing Development, and that's kind of, you know, I think these kids here all see that, yeah. you know, I just started racing with Keith Coons this year. And wow, yeah. I've run truck races, I've run ARCA races, you know, that's how quickly they can change your change your whole life. And, um, you know, I think that's what makes this race even more special. It's not just a midget race, you know, if you show up and run good, you know, maybe those opportunities will be there for you too. So um, as of right now, I'm just racing midgets and, um, you know, doing all the dirt stuff that I can. And, um, you know, as of now, I'm just, plan on doing the same thing next year. I haven't been told any information. I haven't, <laughs> haven't learned much. Normally, normally uh, they're last minute with it anyway. They told me a couple weeks before and I get on a plan and go. So, um, yeah, right now I'm just racing and we're trying to win the USAC championship and uh, that's our focus right now. I, like I said, I have, I have not a clue what I'm doing next year and that's, that's fine. I'm just trying to win some races right that's, now. That's fine. I'd say it's going pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I would say too. Logan, obviously you caught your big break getting with Keith and everything. Tyler has just as much talent as you, right? I mean, is, or is he better than you? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, he's a really good driver, is yeah, in all honesty. Yeah, no, definitely. Within, well, you could see within just the last couple of years, it's, he's stepped it up huge. And that's you see him winning all these big races. And, um, you know, that's, that's what you need to do. And um, 
like y any racer knows all, every star in the world's got to align to be in this plot to be where I'm at right now um, you know there's 20 other kids here in the pits that could be doing the same thing I'm doing uh, you know all the stars just aligned for me and I got uh, in the right position at the right time and you know luckily I've friends with people who know Keith and Keith had you know heard, heard about me and seen me race and like I said, all the stars aligned. I won a couple mid races last year, and you know, I see happen to open up, and everything's just got to work out perfect. And um, you know, any guy that's progressed even you know to race in the Midwest knows that you got to be so fortunate just to just to get there. It's not, you know, you got to be good, but it's not definitely not all talent. There's plenty of good racers out there that don't can't do half the stuff that I'm able to do right now just because. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to work with the right people. I know I'm uh, dating myself and aging myself with all these kids up here, including Tyler, but <laughs> what like the Rubik's Cube, you know, that, that old cube game that you have to put together and one move all of a sudden messes something else up down the line, and it is a challenge. We're talking with Logan Seavey and Tyler Seavey. Tyler, Tyler, when I look at your season, uh, and your brother just mentioned big wins, the West Coast Nationals, the Red Bluff Outlaw, uh, Outlaw Championship, uh, the QRC Open in May, uh, that was $5,100. Um, I'm a guy that doesn't follow all the outlaw kart racing. Um, th those big events, they draw similar cars, and it's and it's a, a cross-country major accomplishment to win those things. Yeah, you know, racing at the Red Bluff Outlaws Weekly is uh, is no joke. You know, there's there's some really really talented racers there, and like Logan said, any of those guys could could make it big, you know, if with the right opportunity. So you know, to click off some big wins at Red Bluff, take on the championship West Coast Nationals, and then come here in May and win the win the yeah. Speed 51 was uh, you know was just an all-star year for me, you know, it was, um, it was a lot of big wins, and I couldn't, couldn't do it without, you know, QRC and Truck Shop Motors and all the guys behind me. You mentioned Speed 51. If you want to follow along with this program, speed51.com tonight. They're going to have the pay-per-view, so make sure you check them out. They start at about 7 o'clock tonight. That's speed51.com. Okay, so again, another... Steve knows not much about outlaw carts and this type of racing. Track conditions is uh, fairly similar to what you saw in May here and in, uh, in, in this weekend. Yeah, I don't know if the cold weather is going to, um, uh, if it's going to race the same or not. You know, and it was pretty warm and it got uh, pretty slick. So I'm just hoping we can uh, get up on the fence and put a put a good show on for the <laughs> fans. And um, and that's what it all comes down to. You know, without the fans, there's not any of this racing stuff. So. Uh, as long as we have a good show for the fans and everyone's happy when we leave here, it'll be a, be a good night. Logan, obviously to finish out the USAC season, two big races out west. What do you think of your chances going out there? Obviously you've been good all year, two wins, but you think you can go out there and get some uh, wins out west? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm in the cars to do it. Um, I think that's, you know, like I said, it's a, that's the feel of this race is you got a chance of being the best car in the world. And, um, you know, going out there with Bakersfield and uh, Ventura, you're always, anytime Christopher Bell shows up, you got to be Christopher Bell. And um, I've ran second to him, I don't know, four or five. He's any major race he shows up to, he wins, and I run second. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty frustrating. I won one race, he was there, but um, he wasn't even, um, I don't know, he ran fifth or sixth that night. He just had a little bit of a rough night. But it seems like every time he shows up, he, you know, we're racing him for the lead, and he just edges me out there right at the end. So um, it's tough, and he's definitely got to beat. But like I said, I got the best car on the racetrack, and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's going to be a tough, tough race. 98 laps is long, and he's used to the long races, so uh, that makes it even harder. But uh, we're definitely up for the challenge. Well, here's the thing with Bell in his rookie season at USAC. Larson didn't come back and steal all the wins from him. Can you tell him that sometime? I mean, it's like he, Larson was trying to get in a NASCAR. He couldn't run as much midget races. Now Bell's, you know, afforded the chance to come back and steal all your wins. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It makes it harder when he shows up, but that's uh, – that's that's the fun in it, you know. That's <laughs> that's when you really find out how good you are uh, when you run against the best guys in, in the world. And uh, he shows up and beats me every time, so I know I still got you know I, I still got a lot of room for, a lot of room for improvement. So um, you know we can get better all year, and uh, it seems like every race he shows up to, we challenge him more and more. And uh, he definitely has to run hard to to win those races. And um, you know I try to run as hard as I can, but it's still just not quite enough. But like I said, 98 laps is a long time, and um, you know I. I d we definitely got the speed to do. We just got to put it all together. This this guy Tyler cracks me up. Can you tell him this? Can you tell him that? You're at the NASCAR track every weekend with Christopher Bell. Why don't you waddle on over and tell him yourself? You know. I mean, hey, well, yeah. let's be honest. Being at the NASCAR track, we hear this kid's name a lot. Oh, we do hear that. That is for sure. That is absolutely the case. Tyler, when we look at this, um, you uh, you mentioned earlier you ran some midgets. Um, Hopefully tonight goes well. You end up doing this. What other things are you you 
do you have other stuff locked in? Are you lined up? Are you still working on on uh, on, on on other projects? To, assuming we don't get the big golden ticket here tonight. Yeah, you know, nothing in the works right now. Um, my my main focus is winning this race and hopefully get myself yeah. and the best stuff there under the building in uh, January. Wow. Appreciate it, guys. We appreciate you guys coming on. I mean, this is awesome to have you both on. Obviously, good luck on winning the championship. You know, the next two races with Usac and Tyler. This is one shot tonight that you have. Good luck, man. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks the Seavies, everyone. Yeah. Logan Seavey, obviously USAC National Midget Driver, and Tyler Seavey trying to win a automatic bid to the Chili Bowl tonight at Millbridge Speedway. We're live. We're going to be talking to Tyler Latart and Carson Quapple next here at Millbridge Speedway. Hey, I'm Wing Nation Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I live from the World of Outlaws World Finals. On Friday, November 2nd, from 2 to 3, we'll talk with the stars of the Wing Sprint Car World at Charlotte Dirt Tracks Camper Appreciation Event. It's at the pavilion next to the drag strip. We'll kick off the World Finals in style. Wing Nation live from the Dirt Track at Charlotte, Friday, November 2nd at 2. Join us there live or listen on MRN.com or WingNation.com. It's Rip the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. You know, I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. Back to the Keith Coons Motorsports Classic Pre-Race Show from Millbridge Speedway. Here are Steve Post and Tyler Burnett. We are having a ball. We're glad you joined us here at Millbridge Speedway. It is the Keith Coons Give Back Classic, and we are going to give away a ride to the Chili Bowl, or, uh, well, in this case, maybe a ride to some uh, other midget car racing. Uh, one of the Chili Bowl real rules are you have to be 16, and we got a couple guests that are under that, but... Uh, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on uh, getting these guys locked into something pretty good. And Keith, <laughs> Keith already told us he'll make sure that everyone gets taken care of here. Two of the guys that are uh, that are in that category, and, and, and what I love about this, you know, we're MRN. We're the voice of NASCAR. We do all of that stuff. We do rip the fence. We do wing nation. We do all the sprint car world. And I love when our worlds collide. We just had Carson Elledge, who is granddaughter of Dale Earnhardt. Jimmy Yellich, of course, uh, the part of uh, part of that whole that that whole family along the way there too. Uh, we've got a couple other NASCAR names here joining us is Tyler Latart, son of Steve Latart. You can catch him on uh, NBC and uh, former he did a little crew chiefing somewhere along the way. Hey Tyler, how are you, man? How's it going? Good. How are you? It's awesome to be here. Great to be here as well. And uh, this guy's dad, this next guy's dad, is a former Camping World Truck Series champion. Uh, Travis Quaffle, Carson Quaffle joins us. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, man, it's good to see you. It is good to see you. Okay, Carson, what's it like to uh, drive, uh, have a dad who's a NASCAR champion as a uh, as a driver? What's it like to uh, drive for a guy that's uh, done a lot of this before? Is he critical? How, how is he as a, as a team owner? Oh, man, he's hard on me. Hard on you? Yeah, <laughs> and I can't mess up. <laughs> but uh, I just know that I can trust him for my setup, like especially when I run the Super A models and stuff. I, he's ran them before, so I know I can trust his setup, uh, how to run the line. He's ran the tracks before, but he's he's never raced dirt before, so I don't know if I can really trust him on this stuff. Oh, there he <laughs> You guys seem to have a lot of fun with it, though, and both of you guys. You know, your dad's involved. He's here tonight. Tyler, uh, Steve is here. Um, and your dad obviously makes you work as hard as you can, Carson, uh, on this stuff. What's it like being racing in a family? I didn't get that chance because I was poor, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, it's poor, like you're, yeah. I could go <laughs> fat, through everything else. Yes, yeah, so you said it. I'm me. You no, said but, it. <laughs> but what's it like racing in a family? It's got to be really cool. I played sports, and and together you guys did it. It's really fun, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just really fun. You know, you can connect. Like you can talk about a race to your dad and mom, and they know what you're talking about. You don't have to explain to them everything, like your grandma. So it just makes it a lot easier. It's more fun, more fun to understand. It's just better. All right. Uh, yeah, Tyler, your deal with your dad, okay, um, one of the greatest crew chiefs in the history of NASCAR. I've got to imagine he's always tinkering, always working on the car. What's that like for you? And, and talk also about the family aspect of, of being part of a racing family. Yeah, so being a former crew chief, all that really means is he can't play the dumb dad role. He actually has to take part. <laughs> wow, the dumb him, dad role. Nice. I, I make him take part. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real family wow. connection. 
We are just throwing dads all across America under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it, but it, uh, the, the racing family thing, though, uh, dinner table conversations and, and, and traveling to the track, and I know you guys have traveled to Iowa along the way as well. That's got to be a pretty neat deal for you. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm used to traveling with my dad to NASCAR races all when I was a child for week in, week out. So the fact that we're now going to my races is a big deal. I mean, yeah. it's racing's always been a topic of conversation for us because that's kind of what our life revolves around. Fun, work, hobbies, everything seems to somehow involve it. So, <laughs> I mean, doing it together definitely brings us all together. Is there a pride factor tonight for both of you because this is your home turf? I mean, these guys coming from Red Bluff, they're really good drivers, but you guys have a little bit more experience around this place. Is there a pride factor for you guys? Oh, definitely. I think I think we have the home field advantage, of course, racing here weekly. Uh, I just think we're really good. They're really good. I think it's just going to be a really good race. Yeah, for sure. Tyler, what would a win like this do for your career? I mean, are you already thinking about your racing career? I know you're, you're, you're a bit young, but are you thinking about what you want to do next? I don't really know, to be honest. I'm just going to go wherever life takes me, whatever that goes. Um, my mom's requirement is I have to go to college no matter what I do. So whatever that entails. But if I win tonight, that would definitely help my career a bunch, and it would give me opportunities that I would never be think that I would never have thought imaginable before this. I'm sure your dad wouldn't turn it down. I don't think. Oh no, yeah. I wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, let me give you a little advice. Your mom needs you to go to college. If you get to that stage, I would suggest you talk to Carson Elledge, who was just up here about 20 minutes ago. She's got this manipulating mom and dad <laughs> college things worked out well. So she, you might talk to her if you get in that spot. Might have to pick her brain a little pick bit. Pick her brain a little bit. There you go. That is for sure. Um, Tyler, one of the other things you did a little bit this year, this summer, uh, you got a chance to run a Legends car over at Charlotte Motor Speedway. How drastically different is that? Just just describe, is there any similarities between it? What was that like? Um, the only similarities is I'm in a car with four wheels and a steering wheel. Yeah. That's yeah. really the only similarities. I mean, here I was trying to use all the tricks that I've learned at the dirt track, whether it be line or just racing or battling in between the racecraft I've learned here, and none of it had any <laughs> resonance there. None of it. I got in there thinking, all right, I, I have a background, I know what to do, and go out first session and spin out first corner. And, oh, wait, this is a lot different. I, I can't pitch it at all. So it, <laughs> no. it was a big transition for me. So, I mean, I really, really enjoyed doing it, and at the end I think I got better, and I definitely learned a lot that can help me out here. So I mean, racing stuff that – when the track is slippery enough that you can't pitch it, that I think will really, really help me in the racecraft here. Yeah. Some of the guys who have come from outlaw kart racing and made a big Larson and, and you know, all, the, all those other guys, Rico Abreu and Logan, who was just up here, talk about how these cars are so quick. You have to think on your feet. You have to be really quick compared to other cars. Is that true? I mean, are these things really hard to drive and are, are they tough and are they fun? Oh yeah, definitely. You have to make a split second decision every corner. You don't know if people are gonna swerve down in front of you, go up, go down. You have to really rely on your instincts and just feel it in your butt in the seat and just kind of go with your in and go with what you think is going to let you win the race. We're chatting with uh, Tyler Latart and Carson Quapel. Carson's dad, Travis Quapel, we mentioned, the camp Camping World Truck Series champion. And, and, and Travis's career started in the or, or came through the super late model ranks up in Wisconsin. Carson, you've had a chance to go back up there and race and actually win some of the super late model races. What's that been like, that transition? Uh, how big of a jump has that been? And, 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 and just like Tyler said, are there some things that maybe translate or is it totally, totally new as well with that? I mean, it's pretty much completely different. Yeah. Uh, instead of pitching it in the corner, like a dirt track, of course, you actually have to drive it straight and hit your marks. It's, you got to stay consistent on asphalt. Here, you just sling it in there, really. It's really not, like, I'm not saying it's that it's easy to drive dirt, but it's definitely harder to drive asphalt. Harder really? to drive asphalt because you just, you don't have that, that, that pitch uncertainty factor. Is that what it is? Is it? Yeah, I just think. Precision, maybe? Yeah. I I don't know maybe maybe it's just me but because I've raced dirt for the past four years but I don't know it just seems like I like asphalt better. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's fast. That's <laughs> that's fast. Where would you where would you you know ultimately five years from now ten years from now after of course uh, getting uh, you know getting get, getting along the way is it, it would you would you like to pursue would it be a NASCAR career is what you like to pursue? Definitely. That's that's the main goal for me right now. NASCAR. That's great. Gotta make it there. Yeah, that's, that's great. awesome. That is for sure. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about the Chili Bowl tonight. I want to know if either one of you have been to the Chili Bowl. I have not. <laughs> that's awesome. No. It's a winter ride to the Chili Bowl, and you've never even been there. That'd be. I haven't been you there. You obviously couldn't get it now, but maybe in the future. Yeah. I mean, I've heard some crazy stuff. It'd be awesome to go out there and run that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, well, cool. Well, guys, I'll tell you, it's been uh, been a ball chatting with you. 
Um, as uh, it, it's it's funny, uh, we talked at the top of the show, Jimmy Elledge and I, um, your, your dad, Steve Latar, and I, we've done radio shows together. And I actually one year was uh, Carson, your dad's PR guy. So uh, I love Small the world. I know I love the the, the family uh, traditions that you guys have. We wish you the best tonight and uh, appreciate joining us here on the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. There we go. That is Tyler Latart and Carson Quaffle joining us here on the show. Let's see. Got a few other notes we want to give you along the way here. Again, Chili Bowl tickets are available. The 33rd annual Chili Bowl Nationals presented by General Tire. The ticket all uh, ticket office and entry forms for those teams listening. Those entry forms are now available. Tonight's race, 50 laps, uh, $2,000 to win plus that spot. Uh, we mentioned during the interview, speed51.com is the pay-per-view. This is also going to air January 16th on MAV-TV. So I am telling you, this thing's going to be everywhere along the way. Of course, MAV, one of our great partners with Wing Nation. We do our show there every Saturday morning. We do need to step away. We got two more drivers looking for that big opportunity uh, are going to join us next. So stay with us from Millbridge. We'll be right back. It's Rip the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. You know, I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. Hey, I'm Wing Nation Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I live from the World of Outlaws World Finals. On Friday, November 2nd from 2 to 3, we'll talk with the stars of the Wing Sprint Car World at Charlotte Dirt Tracks Camper Appreciation Event. It's at the Pavilion next to the Drag Strip. We'll kick off the World Finals in style. Wing Nation live from the Dirt Track at Charlotte, Friday, November 2nd at 2. Join us there live or listen on MRN.com or WingNation.com. Back to the Keith Coons Motorsports Classic Pre-Race Show from Millbridge Speedway. Here are Steve Post and Tyler Burnett. Wherever you may be listening, if you're on your way to Millbridge Speedway to check out one of the biggest outlaw kart races in the country, we welcome you back to the pre-race show here. Steve Post of Wing Nation, Tyler Burnett with Rip the Fence. We're now joined by a track champion this year at Millbridge Speedway, Andrew Worley, and a Mike Wheeler is here. He's from Oregon. Drove all the way over here to race in this thing. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Good to be here, man. Good deal. It's awesome, isn't it? Great to see you guys. Great to see you guys. It's a cool deal. Mike, um, I love your story, okay? Uh, we've spent the whole show talking to a bunch of kids, and I have nothing I have nothing against kids. In fact, I have two of them myself. I love kids, okay? But you're a 33-year-old racer. It's been doing this for a while. You've had a lot of success along the way. You've actually won here four years ago in, uh, in, a, in a race, and uh, five years ago, I think you won here as well. What does this mean to you as a 33-year-old racer to have this opportunity to get a ride with Keith Coons at the Chili Bowl? You know what, Keith and TRD and Jeremy, this whole event, what they're doing for everybody, this is absolutely amazing. I mean, this is a dream that I've been chasing for 27 years. So wow. This is definitely number one on the list, you know, and it's going to be a tough crowd, but we're definitely looking forward to it. We drove all the way out here and, you know, I've won here before and we know what it takes to win, but for this dream to come true all the stars got to align and all that good stuff so we'll see what happens well it's only 50 laps i guess to get the stars aligned uh, <laughs> andrew worley obviously the track champion this year a couple wins here at millbridge speedway you're actually from new york and you moved here just for racing is that right yes sir i did um i've had a dream to be in nascar or something involved with racing for a very long time so we came down here and decided north carolina is a place to be so that's where we relocated to me and my whole family they you know took the fall for me and helped me follow my dreams. So I had to, you know, feel like I had to pay him back a little bit. Andrew, we're in, Nor we're in New York. And is there racing in your background, in your family background? Uh, there's not a lot of uh, racing in my family background, no. But I'm from upstate New York, Norwich. Oh my gosh, I'm from the Binghamton area. Yep, I'm about wow. yep. small world. Yep. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. And and the racing background? Did you did your did anyone in your family race? Uh, my dad didn't, but we went to a little track, uh, Triangle, which okay. Regan Smith actually used to race at when he right. was a kid. So they took me over there. My godfather actually got me in a car, and I'm like, wow, I love this. This is what I have to do. Really? And yes. that was it? Yep. Wow. 
Wow. What's what's what what's been so you've had to learn the racing, but really your whole family's had to learn the racing too. It's, it's not we just had Latart and Quaffle up here. Their families know more about racing than everybody in this place combined. What's it been like for you and your family to get ingrained in this sport? Uh, it's been really fun. It's been a challenge, but you know, any challenge is good. So it's fun for me. My dad and mom all get together and you know work on the car every night and you yeah. know get after it and get it going. That's cool. That's, That's so cool. cool. Mike Wheeler, uh, obviously with us. You've won races here. You you won the Speed Sport Challenge what a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, now it's the QRC Challenge this year. Um, what's it like racing here at Millbridge? Obviously, you race at Red Bluff, kind of the two hotbeds of racing. You traveled all the way from Oregon to race here. What's it like to race with the Outlaw Carts, and why is this race so important for you guys? Um, this is just huge, man. You know, there's a lot of kids that started. I've watched, you know, Logan, Tyler, all these kids were in box stocks when I was in the open class, so to watch all them grow up, you know, and race with them. And we've had a lot of good times and it's just crazy to see an event like this come down to something that we all want and we got to fight over it. But, you know, it's something that uh, I'm sure the fans are going to love to watch because it's going to be a good show. And uh, yeah, it's just amazing, man. This whole thing in Millbridge, the way the track is, the fans, the people out here, this whole scene is just amazing. So. <laughs> Mike, the racing bug. We talked a little bit with Andrew about it. Where, how did you get bit by the racing bug? You, you're 33. You said it was 27 years ago. I'm better at math than Tyler is. So I know when you're <laughs> six years old, what bit you? How did the racing bug get you? Uh, my, uh, my brother was really into riding dirt bikes, and uh, my dad, he got hurt when I was really young. So uh, I wasn't too into dirt bikes, but my dad used to race flat carts in Arizona. He was like seven-time ASA flat cart champion. Wow. So... Uh, I kind of took the go-kart side of it over the dirt bikes, and it was a lost let bumps and bruises and broken bones. So uh, <laughs> it was fun, and, you know, my dad, he was my best friend, and uh, he died when I was 21. So I got a little boy now and a little girl, and I'm just living the dream, man, having fun. My little boy is racing. And is he? Yeah, wow. What's he, he racing? He runs outlaw carts. He's in the beginner box class. I'm going to have him out here in May. He, he could have came this time, but, you know, I'm – this is a one crew show and two cars. It's a little tough, yeah. and this race means a lot to me. And he knows that. He'd love to see his dad on TV and doing the real deal. So we'll see. God. Yeah. Did you ever think in your lifetime you would have a chance to race at the Chili Bowl and probably the best ride you can get? You know, I've actually I've been to the Chili Bowl twice already. I rented a ride uh, about four years ago. I went there for my first time and. Uh, you know, just walking in that building and seeing Keith Coons and, you know, his whole crew and everybody, you know, I thought everybody was good. But when you get there and you see the teams that you really want to end up running for and don't get me wrong, I had a blast. My first time there, I uh, I was actually walking away with the heat race and I was holding off Spencer Basin when he first started and he got me on the last lap. And man, to get second at the Chili Bowl in a heat race, I was fist pumping. Wow. I was excited. <laughs> and you know, we weren't in equipment like they were in. So I thought that was really good. Well, you know, come main day, I was walking down the board and I'm thinking second, C main, you know, somewhere worse in there. And took me all the way down the alphabet to the J main. Oh. So uh, it was a long road, but uh, it was fun. Oh. I, you know, I just love to have the opportunity in equipment like that. I just feel like capable of doing what some people do you just got to be given the right opportunity so did you get to race against dylan welch in that jay main <laughs> wow <laughs> dylan's <laughs> co-host <laughs> man I had, I had to go there uh, we had yeah, that's it. Yeah, he doesn't even have a microphone. He's in the house now. Yeah, exactly. I had nothing to no. do with that. <laughs> no, it's all great. That's for sure. Uh, Andrew, um, five years from now, ten years from now, uh, what do you think? You obviously moved here racing. Is there a direction you would love to see this thing go in? Yeah, I'd love to have NASCAR as a goal, but sure. I'd, I, I could honestly sell for a full-time sprint car rider, midget rider, even late miles. You know, what I mean, on dirt. You know, what I mean, just I love dirt racing. That's what I want to do. There we go. Well, right at the Chili Bowl would help you out going the open rear ride. I yeah, think. I always told my dad all the time, I'd like, I'd get my left arm to give, you know, a Keith Coons ride anywhere, anywhere, you know, I mean, not just the Chili Bowl. <laughs> and then this deal came up, so I was like, this is perfect, so we got to get well, after it. you need that arm. Don't cut it off. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, really, actually. Tyler with the genius observation there. That's pretty cool. First time absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Andrew, uh, you qualified third in your uh, in your flight of cars last night. Uh, how do you feel about your race car? How, is, how has this week been for you so far? Uh, it's been pretty, pretty good. We led both practices. I thought the car was pretty solid. And then I saw a bunch of guys go out because I was obviously in the last group. So I saw a bunch of cars go out. I thought the top was a little bit rough. So I'm like, okay, we got to change the gear and go, go, go run the bottom. And then Horn goes out there and goes top of the world on the top. So I'm like, <laughs> well, I kind of shot myself in the foot. 
So I'm like, well, we might just run, rip the top because it looks fast. Now it does. And with the wrong gear on, we sat third in our groups. I guess you can't be you know, too bad about that. Yeah. No. Mike, you had an interesting qualifying session yesterday as well. Um, probably not where you wanted to qualify, I don't think, but still a pretty good lap for the circumstances, I would think. Yeah, no, I was all right with it. You know, last time when uh, I won out here, I was I was on a two-stroke and uh, switched over from that, and I'm on one of Bundy's 450s right now. So this is a little bit of a learning curve, but I'm definitely loving the power. And the car didn't feel right yesterday. We took it to Bundy's shop and found some stuff wrong with it. So hopefully it fixed it and it's fast enough today. I feel, I mean, I feel like we got a car capable of winning. Just got to get all the bugs worked out and win this heat race. I think we start on the outside front row. So be nice to win that deal and put ourselves right in the shuffle and start up in the front of this this race. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I, with, with the four car invert, I was wondering where that's going to put you. That's going to put you yeah, probably toward, yeah. It actually, you know, it kind of worked out good because we're not points racing. And like I said, some of these kids are hard to beat. So I'll take the front <laughs> row however I can <laughs> get it. But, uh, I feel like clean air is a lot here, you know, and Bundy, he builds one heck of a motor and that thing pulls pretty good. So I know what I got to do. Just got to buckle down and get her done. And hopefully we end up in that ride at the Chili Bowl. That's the main goal. You both have a lot of experience here. You. Uh, obviously won a, won a big race here. You won the track championship here. Do you feel like you're kind of defending the turf tonight for some of the guys who've never been here? Yeah, I do. And I like Mike said, this place is so air dependent. Like I've started, I've had the car that, you know, quick time in the qualifying, go out here in the heat race, have a bad heat race, start in the back and the thing just plows because you're all behind all these cars and the air is all going all over the place. And it's just so hard to pass when you're back in the pack. So there's air problems even in this kind of racing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know what aerodynamics meant until we came out here. It's crazy to see what these guys do to make these cars work. Back at home, it's, it's just way simple, you know what I mean? And then you come out here and you see what they do, and they start making me think, and it's like, man, you know, there's a lot you can do to make one of these cars go a lot faster. So, is, is, is that the NASCAR impact, is it, do you think? Is that what it is? Because we've had, I mean, we've got Latarts and Elliges and people like that around here. Is that what that is, I, you think? You know, I've seen some trinkets and gadgets out here that guys have been using to work on these cars <laughs> that I would have never thought. Trinkets but, uh, and gadgets. It's <laughs> just, you know, it's what the go-kart level it's going to. Just in the last five years, you know, since from when I won here till now, you know, I felt like the first year we came out here, I kind of had a motor that a lot of people didn't have. And then when we left here, everybody was scratching their head. And, you know, there's a lot of technology out here and really smart people, and they've kind of just advanced the program. So it's definitely, it's going to be a good show. That voice you just heard is Mike Wheeler. He's looking for a big-time opportunity tonight at 33 years of age, trying to win one of the biggest outlaw kart races there is. The track champion, Andrew Worley, thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. It's good to talk to you. and. We're going to be watching, man. Yeah. We're going to slap down some beers and uh, watch you guys have some fun tonight. Oh, it's going to be fun. me? It's going to be the best ever. Thanks yeah, for having absolutely. us on. Right. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Thank you guys. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks, everyone, for, uh, for uh, you know coming on the show. Andrew Worley. Uh, we're going to take a one more break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to the star of yeah. the night. He's going to give a Chili Bowl ride to someone out here tonight. It's Keith Coons on the pre-race show here at Millbridge Speedway. Hey, I'm Wing Nation Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I live from the World of Outlaws World Finals. On Friday, November 2nd from 2 to 3, we'll talk with the stars of the Wing Sprint Car World at Charlotte Dirt Tracks Camper Appreciation Event. It's at the pavilion next to the drag strip. We'll kick off the World Finals in style. Wing Nation live from the Dirt Track at Charlotte, Friday, November 2nd at 2. Join us there live or listen on MRN.com or WingNation.com. It's Rip the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. Back to the Keith Coons Motorsports Classic Pre-Race Show from Millbridge Speedway. Here are Steve Post and Tyler Burnett. 
Ball. We're glad you joined us here. It is the Keith Coons Give Back Classic. Millbridge Speedway, a ride for the 2019 Chili Bowl is on the line. Tyler Burnett and Steve Post, and before we bring on Keith, who joins us now, uh, I want to slide in the co-host of uh, Rip Defense. Um, Dylan Welch joins us. Hey, man, how are you? Good. I, uh, I finally made it from my day job. My, uh, my, real, time my, here. my real job, so I can have some fun now. Finally. Well, I'm glad you weren't here because uh, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, you guys were doing it. You guys are doing oh, a fine job. We, yeah. we even threw you under Didn't the bus a little bit, too, yeah. so it's all great. It is. It's fantastic. So uh, Dylan's going to join us for this segment of the show as well. Of course, you can catch these guys on Rip Defense every week. you got to hear it. And the Kevin Olsen interview, oh, my gosh, this week. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's epic. It really is. He, All right. He's yeah. probably got some Kevin Olsen stories. I bet stories. there is some Kevin <laughs> Olsen stories. Joining us is Keith Coons. Hey, man, how are you? Good. How you doing? I am fantastic. Where did this idea come from, Keith? You know, it happened at 11 o'clock night. I'm laying in bed watching TV, and uh, I got a text from Jeremy Burnett. And he said, hey, uh, you know, kind of been tossing this around. What do you think about yeah. having this, uh, uh, like, kind of giving back to these guys and, you know, maybe putting up, you know, to win a race, get a ride in one of your midgets. And, you know, <laughs> by 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, boy, the, the wheels got turned, <laughs> yeah, right? By, by 2 in the morning, it was, well, wouldn't it be cool if, if we did a chili bowl ride, you know? Wow, really? So, you know, and I, I kind of, more we talked about it, I was like, you know what, I'm in a position now that, you know, I got enough equipment and, you know, what's one more car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude. So, you know, I said, let me, let me run this by a few people in the morning and I think the next morning I called him back and said we're in you know I, wow. called, I called Jack at Toyota and he instantly said yeah this oh well counting us in whatever we got to do we'll do and let's make this happen so mm. from there you know it all kind of grew and with you know Ashley and Jeremy and talking with Jack and you know and all of a sudden you know all of our supporters start jumping on board you know with uh, MPI and who's yeah. tire and you know, Walker, everybody just jumped on board and wanted to be a part of it, and it just kind of grew. And, you know, the, the the toughest thing was the selection process. You know, we kind of wanted to make this for the kid or, or guy or girl or whoever that, that hasn't never had a shot, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that doesn't think they have a shot. You know, they don't have the finances to move on, you know. And, and that was the neat thing that about Kyle Larson, you know, is, he was that way. He didn't have no money or anything. You know, we picked him out on his talent scene one night, and and look where he is today. You know, and and that that kind of boosted my whole program with Toyota and everything, and got the ball rolling. So you know, now it's a chance for us to give back to these outlaw cart kids because I've had so many of them come through. You know, I mean, it's such a training ground, and you know, we just feel like, you know, the carts teach them so much. You know, momentum and corner speed and. You know, and that all leads to straightaway speed, and, and you know they race wheel to wheel, and you know and car control. So you know it's it's what we look at a lot, you know, for for coming into driving for us and stuff, you know. And I mean Logan Seavey this year, yeah. you know, two years ago he was a kart yeah. racer, and God. you know, and now he's on his way to, you know, trying to close up the USAC national championship. Gosh. With the success that the Outlaw Carts have brought to your program. How important was it for you ultimately to find a way to give back to this form of the sport? It was, you know, I mean, there's so many kids out there that are talented. I mean, you watch these, these kids tonight, there's there's a bunch of them there that are so talented, mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the group's so close, you know, and, and the way this format is with the heat races inverted after qualifying, you know, it's going to be tough to get through some of these heat races. So the racing's going to be really, really great, <laughs> you know, and there's so many of them that will never get the chance, you know, and hopefully we got enough we brought enough eyeballs onto this tonight that even the kids that don't win, you know, that, yeah. that can get seen, you know. So, you know, the, you know, there's a, a lot's been a lot of eyeballs been brought to this deal. And, you know, even the NASCAR guys, you know, you see the Quapples and Steve Letarte's kids are here. Uh, Jimmy Elledge has been in this for a while. Hmm. So, I mean, it's the, the outlaw cart thing's really grown and it's growing. Now it's, it's spreading across the country. You know, it used to be just kind of here, California. You know, now it's in the Midwest and a lot more groups, and it's growing. You know, there's kids in Texas and, you know, Colby Horn and, you know, Oregon. So there's – it's really growing, growing, yeah. growing. It, we were talking earlier about uh, winning this race um, is bigger than winning probably a midget race as far as coin fun. You know, yeah. what, if you were to put a number on what a Chili Bowl ride would be, what would it be? You know, I mean, I mean rides there anymore, you know – 
you know, to rent one is anywhere from seventy five hundred to fifteen grand. You know, and that's it, bigger than any midget purse. Right yeah, now. you know, it, it's it's expensive to go run there. You're there for a whole week. It's it's not a cheap deal to do because of motels and pit passes and you know the crew that it takes. Um, but you know, we put out some good cars there, and I've been fortunate that you know when you get successful drivers that kind of breed successful yeah. drivers. You know, I got more people that want to come to run for me, so. I, I get it the cream of the crop, and that just – my guys get to racing each other, and that's all they're worried about. There you, you go. Know, they, you get three or four of them out there, they're worried about beating the other guy. So it kind of raises the bar, and it's like when Christopher and Kyle come back with, with Logan and Tanner and all these kids, it raises the bar, you know, of where they need to be. So puts everyone on their A game. Yeah. Uh, none of motorsports is possible without partnerships, and uh, the partnership you've had with Toyota – uh, you, you said that you know you made a couple calls after Jeremy's text, and it was pretty easy to do along the way. But how, uh, talk a little bit about where this whole partnership with Toyota started, and and the and the realm of it at this point. Yeah, you know, it started back in 2009. We won the championship with Cole Witt in 2008, and Gary Reed came to us and and wanted us to be on the motor program. They were kind of yeah. coming through the motor, motor program, been a couple years there, and I think Steve Lewis was stepping out. So so we was kind of the beneficiary of that. And then first two years, 2009, 2010, I mean, we went from being a championship team to about a sixth, seventh, eighth place car every night wow. and really struggled. And at some point in 2010, they, they got Gary Stanton and Rick Long involved. Mm -hmm. You know, and they knew dirt racing. They knew the kind of power we needed. And, and with them and through TRD, they kind of developed a new motor right at the end of the year, 2010. And we got the first one, <laughs> and we went to Turkey Night and won it with Brian Clawson. Oh, my That's gosh. Yeah. Had, hadn't won a race in two years, you know, at wow. that point with, with Toyota. Hadn't won it, not a single race, and we went to Turkey Night and won it at Irwindale. So it was like we went out and did like five laps of hot laps, and I go, we got something finally. <laughs> you know, and then, and then Brian was going to go back. He was running for me on dirt, or I'm sorry, running for me on pavement, running his own stuff on dirt. And the next year, 2011, he was going to go back to the family car and run. And we needed somebody that could compete with Brian because Brian was sure. destroying everybody at yep. that point. And kind of looked outside the box, and we seen Kyle. I seen him at Paris one night in a sprint car. And um, we were at Chili Bowl, and I told Pete, go watch this kid. And he went out and watched him in hot laps and said, that's our guy. Nice. So from that point on, we started winning races. And, and you know, our, our the – Kyle was so successful in 2011 yeah. that we were really Toyota didn't have a development program at that point. Yeah, you know they dealt with the owners and let them do it. Well, when Kyle kind of slipped through the cracks, when it, it was yeah. like Big you know time. we had him right here under our belt, and David Wilson was was now the president of TRD, yeah. and he said that ain't going to happen again. Mm. And that's kind of when we really got to know them guys and Jack Irving and Tyler Gibbs. And and they created this. Christopher Bell was the beneficiary of all that. Yeah. He was the guy that that kind of, you know, we're going to send you here, here, and everything was successful, and that created the path. The path and, yeah. and the template as well. You know, and yeah. we've always been a part of that with Kyle Busch, Joe Gibbs, and yeah. so many other teams. You know, they have places to send people and. Yeah, Venturini, Venturini, Venturini some cars and stuff yeah, like that. Mark you know, they, they, stuff, yeah. they send these kids out, you know, all over and. And Jack, Jack Irving's been the creator of that whole program, and it's been so successful. And, and our kids have all been successful coming through it. So wow. it's been a, been a really cool deal to be a part of it. What does it say to you, or what does it mean to you, that the program that you guys have built up over the last seven, eight years has now turned into something where there's people traveling from all over the country to be able to have the opportunity to race for you? Uh, <laughs> Like Willy Wonka. It's, yeah, you know, it's, it, it happened, it's <laughs> happened a lot quicker than you really know. You know, I've been in this sport. I've been in this sport forever. Uh, you know, I just don't – I take it for granted, I think, you know. Um, you know, I'm just – I was a uh, – came from nothing, you know, and kind of my program yeah. just built and built. And um, I just kind of go along with the flow. And, you know, yeah, we've, we've been very fortunate that our partners that we're with, you know, Toyota and all of them are – been supporting us and yeah we just kind of go along we just do our thing 
Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, Dude, yeah. it, it works pretty yeah. well for you. It really does. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Well, Keith, I'll tell you, I um, appreciate you doing this. Uh, we're just talking to these young racers. The energy here is unreal. Yeah. You've got their attention, that's for sure. And I, I wish you success tonight and then obviously on throughout with the, all of the other racing that you're doing yeah, as well. Yeah, it's really cool, the energy that's been here these <laughs> two days, you know, and, you know, everybody's really excited. And I think it's going to get, as it gets more to race time, it's going to get more intense and um, per, uh, yeah. per, pretty excited to, to see what comes of it. We appreciate yeah. you joining us here today. Thank you so much for doing something like there this. There we go. Thank kids. you. How about that for yeah. Keith Coons? Now, I need to remind you, if you cannot make it to Millbridge, shame on you first off, but you can follow along speed51.com. They have the pay-per-view. It's going to start at about 7 o'clock. So speed51.com, and this show will air on MAV-TV. Boys, that's pretty good stuff right there. We're ready to go. Uh, I'm excited. I think Dylan should get a ride. Why don't you have a car, I know. I should have worked on it. We should try to get Dylan ride tonight. I know. I'm excited to watch it. Do you have your helmet in the bag here? It's at the house, so I should have brought it. Man, I don't know if I could fit in an outlaw cart. Yes, Like, I'm tall. Like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be tight. It'd be tight. That's true. That's true. It is going to be. We've talked about a golden ticket. We've talked about an opportunity of a lifetime, and it is going to be an opportunity of a lifetime, and we have had an absolute blast. Keith Coons joined us. Andrew Worley, Mike Weaver, Carson Quaffle. Tyler Latart, Tyler CV, Logan CV, uh, Jimmy Elledge, and Carson Elledge. We had wait one too many Tylers, I think, is the only yeah. problem we had. We could have got rid of uh, Tyler Burnett, my co-host <laughs> on it. But, uh, hey, we want to remind you also that uh, Rip Defense, every week, Rip Defense on uh, MotorRacingNetwork.com, and you can find it on the SoundCloud. Of course, Wing Nation going strong. We've got a special show coming up on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock from the World Finals, and all of your remote sports news, you can go to MRN.com. We appreciate everyone here at Millbridge Speedway for having us as well. For Tyler Burnett, for Dylan Welsh, I'm Steve Post. Thanks for joining us here as we kick it off tonight at the Keith Coons Give Back Classic. You've been listening to Keith Coons Motorsports Give Back Classic pre-race show for Millbridge Speedway. For more Wing Nation and Rip the Fence programs, go to MRN.com, WingNation.com, iTunes, or SoundCloud. The Keith Coons Motorsports Give Back Classic pre-race show is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.